Welcome in everybody to the In My Own Words NFL podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Templin. It is May 10th, 2020. We are in the evening of Mother's Day, so I want to wish all the moms out there a very happy Mother's Day and hope you all had a fantastic day with your family and friends. We are in podcast episode number six, and today I will be talking about following the release of the NFL schedule this past Thursday, top 10 games that we as fans of the National Football League will get to look forward to this upcoming season. In episode number five, I talked about some hot topics going around the NFL, such as the death of legendary coach of the Dolphins and Colts, Don Shula. Um, I gave you guys updates on the situations with DeJV and Clowney and Leonard Fournette, the possibility of Andy Dalton starting over Dak Prescott for the Dallas Cowboys, and the plans that the NFL, or at least one organization in the Miami Dolphins, have released to allow fans in the stadium this year. So if you have not checked out podcast number five, please go back and do so. But getting into the discussions of today, the NFL schedule was released this past Thursday. We now know what games will be opening up week one, what games will be taking place in primetime, our awesome Thanksgiving games, and even a Christmas game this year. So i got 10 games here that are going to absolutely steal the show in the 2020 season, starting with week one. I actually have four games in week one out of the 10 that I selected that are going to be show stealers this year. Starting with week one, Thursday night football, September 10th at 8.20 p.m. It is the first game of the NFL season. The Houston Texans will take a trip down to Kansas City to take on the defending Super Bowl champion Chiefs. This is on my list, obviously, because it is the first game of the new season of the National Football League, and obviously it features the Super Bowl champion Chiefs taking on the Houston Texans. Now, this will be the first appearance of the Chiefs since winning the Super Bowl last season, and the reason I put this game on the list is because this was such a phenomenal series that these two teams had last year. The Chiefs overcoming that 24-0 deficit in the divisional round of the AFC playoffs last year, which advanced them to the AFC championship game against the Tennessee Titans. When you're leading by three scores, even there was a, even though it was a little early in the game, the Houston Texans were well on their way to punching their ticket into the AFC title game. The entire landscape of what would have happened in the championship game and perhaps in the Super Bowl would have been completely different. They did a fantastic job neutralizing Kansas City, putting points on the board early. And then obviously Kansas City came back to win that game. So this is going to be a really good rematch to have, not only just in week one of the season, but the first game of the season. We also get a look at the Texans' new running back in David Johnson. Remember, they traded away wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. So we're going to see if David Johnson from Arizona will be a good upgrade for the Houston Texans. And a new wide receiver core. Will Fuller will be the new number one guy since Hopkins has left. I'm excited to see what Randall Cobb can do. I talked about Kenny Stills in one of my earlier episodes, how this guy is such a deep threat. He can stretch the field well. He did some amazing things with a deep ball when he was with Miami. Some good things with Houston. With Hopkins gone, this guy could become the number one receiver on the depth chart. And then they got Brandon Cooks from the L.A. Rams. So a kind of revamped offense. Of course, Deshaun Watson needs some help back there. It's going to be interesting to see the first game without DeAndre, but they still have a very talented offense. Now, even though the Texans blew the playoff game, they did win in 2019 when they played in October 31-24. to And then obviously they had that 24-0 lead in the divisional round, which the Chiefs came all the way back from and won 51-31 to to put them in the AFC Championship game. So this week one 
opening matchup game on Thursday Night Football primetime is going to be a must-watch for fans of the National Football League. My second game, sticking in week one, Sunday, September 13th, 1 o'clock p.m., the Miami Dolphins traveling to the New England Patriots. The reason this is on my list is because this will likely be the debut of the new face of the franchise for the New England Patriots. Quarterback Jarrett Stidham will supposedly be the starter for this team. It will be the first quarterback change post-Tom Brady era at Gillette Stadium. That alone is enough to make the list. And I'm also interested to see if there's going to be any pregame honor um, from the managers of Gillette Stadium, from the higher-ups, if they're going to do anything special to say one final farewell to Tom Brady as they begin a new era and with a new quarterback under center. So that'll be something to watch out for. And then also the return of Brian Flores. Obviously, he was a defensive coordinator for the Patriots during their Super Bowl run and for many years. Became the head coach of the Miami Dolphins last season. So he gets to make his second return home to the Patriots arena. Another reason why this is on my list is because this is the potential debut of Tua Tagovailoa. And an interesting statistic if is that if Tua does start, Bill Belichick, the head coach of the New England Patriots, is undefeated in his career against debuting rookie quarterbacks. An outstanding 11-0 record. So you got these fresh guys coming into their first game in the National Football League, usually the face of the franchise, most important position in football. Not one rookie quarterback has gotten the job done against a Bill Belichick's coach team. 11-0 against debuting rookie quarterbacks. The last one that got the opportunity was Sam Darnold of the New York Jets, and he suffered a loss to Bill Belichick. So this is Tua's time in Miami. We'll see if he can snap that record that Belichick has or if it will advance to 12-0. And if it's not Tua Tagovailoa, if the Dolphins stick with Ryan Fitzpatrick, he did some amazing things for Miami last year, including ending a decade-long losing streak in New England when he went up there in a tough environment and they pulled out the win 27 to 24 after being humiliated 42 to 0 in the first or excuse me the second game of the season in Miami a place where they usually have luck in beating the Patriots so the very intriguing matchup early on divisional matchup we'll see how good the Patriots are post Tom Brady that's why it's on my list again sticking in week 1 September 13th 4:25 p.m. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, New Orleans Saints. This is going to be a good one, guys. The Bucs will travel to the Saints, and it will be the debut of Tom Brady for a new team for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And we're going to see an amazing quarterback duel between Tom Brady and Drew Brees. Just to show you guys how close these guys are. Obviously, very close in age. They each have a couple Super Bowls under their belt. But Drew Brees edges Tom Brady with the all-time record for passing touchdowns, 547. Tom Brady trails by just six touchdowns at 541. These two, along with their electrifying offenses and supporting casts that they have, it's going to be an amazing quarterback duel to watch in Week 1. You got Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, and two 1,000-yard receivers from the previous year in Chris Godwin and Mike Evans versus the offense of the New Orleans Saints. Very creative mind in Sean Payton, how he gets Taysom Hill involved in the offense. And of course, Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, and also now joining them, Emmanuel Sanders. It's going to be an absolute offensive production. Huge game right here. I 
think the Saints with the home field advantage will edge Brady out, but it's going to be a very competitive game, very high scoring probably, and a great matchup between two of the all-time great quarterbacks. That's why it's on my list. Fourth and final game of my top 10 to watch for in the 2020 season that, that takes place in week one is a Monday night primetime game, September 14th, 10.10 p.m. The Denver Broncos will travel to the Titans to take on the Tennessee Titans. And this matchup is very interesting. John Elway, general manager of the um, Denver Broncos, spent a lot of time this offseason trying to get a supporting cast for sophomore quarterback Drew Locke, including adding veteran running back from the Chargers and Melvin Gordon. They uh, drafted wide receiver Jerry Judy. And this defense, obviously, is very dominant as well. So you got a primetime game for a sophomore quarterback who has a significantly upgraded offense. So Drew Locke has an early chance to shine here in the season. On the Tennessee side, we're going to be looking at if quarterback Ryan Tannehill, who came off a phenomenal breakout campaign with Tennessee, revived his career, got him to the AFC Championship game. If Ryan Tannehill, one problem that's plagued him his entire career has been his consistency. He's got to prove the haters wrong this year, has to have another great season. And this will be a good testament, a good first game to see if Ryan Tannehill coming off a loss in the AFC Championship game, if he can carry over his phenomenal production with a new contract into this game, into this season. But it's not just on Ryan Tannehill's shoulders. He was riding behind the coattails of Derrick Henry, the running back, especially in the postseason, admittedly. So it's going to be interesting to see if Derrick Henry can continue his onslaught on the ground. And absolutely a monstrous year last year, 300 carries. This guy touched the ball on the ground. 1,540 rushing yards, 16 touchdowns, not even including the production that he had um, as a receiver. So we're going to be looking at if Tannehill and Henry can continue their production from last year. And I'm also interested to see how the Tennessee Titans respond to last year's AFC Championship loss. They came in at 9-7, and seven, grabbed the wild card berth, had a phenomenal um, stretch in the playoffs, defeating the Baltimore Ravens losing to Kansas City in the AFC title game. Ryan Tannehill was one game shy of returning to Miami to compete in the Super Bowl. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Titans respond to a hefty loss like that. And the main reason why this game is on my list is because the Broncos beat them last year, beat the Titans last year, 16-0. to And this is what was the catalyst of Marcus Mariota heading to the bench. Ryan Tannehill took over for this team. They had a 2-4 and record at the time. And they ended up finishing 9-7. and seven. So this was the game that the Denver Broncos won last year. Shut them out 16-0. The keys of the kingdom were handed to Ryan Tannehill. And the rest of the Titans season was history. So it's going to be very interesting to see how this matchup plays out. Moving in into week 16, Friday, December 25th, 4.30 p.m. The Vikings against the Saints. A very rare Christmas Day game in the National Football League in the middle of the day on a Friday evening, 4.30 p.m. Two very good NFC teams. Week 16, they're going to be jockeying for position. They're both probably going to be in contention for playoff and seedings, maybe the one seed, two seed, three seed, based on the NFC side. So this game not only being played on Christmas Day, most likely will have playoff implications, Kirk Cousins versus Drew Brees. But how about that wild card game we saw last year? Drew Brees and the Saints were Super Bowl bound. Um, in many, uh, in the opinions of many, 
Um, a very early exit for them when they lost to the Vikings in the wild card round, 34 to 25. So you know the Saints are going to be out for revenge. They're going to put this game under their belt, head into Week 17, and then get into the playoffs and make that Super Bowl run that they were expected to last year. Rewinding back now to Week 3, we got a Monday night matchup on September 28th, 8:15 p.m. The Kansas City Chiefs traveling to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. The reason this is on my list, quite simply, is that it could be a potential preview to what many are expecting to be the AFC Championship game in 2020. And these guys had a phenomenal game last year. The Chiefs actually won when these guys played each other back in Week 3 of last year, 33-28. to And then we get to see the, the nucleus of this offense for the Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson, taking on the gunslinger and Houdini-like quarterback in Patrick Mahomes. It is the next era quarterback rivalry, a Tom Brady, Paint Manning type of situation we got going on here. We're going to have a phenomenal quarterback duel similar to the Brady Breeze one that we're going to see earlier in the season. So very excited to see Lamar match up against Mahomes. And I'm very interesting, very interested in seeing the running trio that Baltimore has. They got Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram who are both 1,000 plus yard rushers last year including Lamar Jackson, who was the quarterback, a 1,000-plus-yard rusher. Mark Ingram, also a 1,000-plus-yard rusher. And then they made a huge splash in the draft in drafting J.K. Dobbins, a phenomenal tailback. So having those three guys at the helm to anchor the running back room is going to be an absolute treat to watch. I can't wait to see how these guys gel as a trio. Going into Week 17, Sunday, January 3rd, 4.25 p.m., the Seattle Seahawks in a divisional game traveling to San Francisco to take on the Niners. The reason this is on my list is because this game was so important last year when it took place late in the season. Seattle actually won the first meeting, though, last year in November, 27-24. to And then the 49ers won that all-important late-season meeting, 26-21 to in December, when both teams were jockeying for the division title and playoff seedings as well. Again, this comes in the last week of the season, Week 17, so it could be a repeat of history, a late-season game between two divisional opponents jockeying for position, perhaps for the division title, perhaps for the number one or number two seed in the NFC. So it's going to be very exciting. And then we get to see the offense of Russell Wilson, Metcalf, newly signed tight end Greg Olson, Tyler Lockett. And this is an under-the-radar guy for me, guys, right here. Wide receiver Philip Dorsett did a lot of quietly good things for the Patriots last year. Can't wait to see what he does in Pete Carroll's offense. And, of course, the 12th man defense of Seattle going up against the 49ers offense of Jimmy Garoppolo, George Kittle, Mozart, and Tevin Coleman, who are going to be taking over um, as lead tailbacks after that trade for Miami. They got their starter out of there. So this is going to be a phenomenal divisional matchup late in the season, playoff implications on the line. That's why it's on my list. Fast forward, or rewinding week, one week back into week 16, we go into the NFC East side, Sunday, December 27th, flex time at 4.25 p.m. It is the Philadelphia Eagles traveling to AT&T Stadium to take on the Dallas Cowboys. It's an NFC East divisional game, probably for the division title. We know the NFC East was a dogfight to the end last year. I expect the same thing this year, especially with the Cowboys and Eagles both being healthy, both having their guys. I hope by the time this game rolls around in Week 16, that we still have Carson Wentz on the field, and I hope the and I hope they still have their receiving core. It's going to be a phenomenal game. Like I said, it was a dogfight race for the NFC East crown last year. That Philadelphia edged out 
Dallas will have late home field advantage in this game, so it's going to be very, very critical. One team can make it to the playoffs this time. Maybe one team will have to sit at home. And then it's also on my list because we get to see the wide receiver battle between CeeDee Lamb of the Dallas Cowboys rookie versus the rookie of the Philadelphia Eagles, Jalen Rieger. Um, the two guys that these guys took out of the draft, the 2020 draft. And we get to see the quarterback duel of Carson Wentz and Dak Prescott. Or, as I talked about in my last podcast, it could potentially be, probably not, but potentially be Andy Dalton if they can't lock down Dak or if Dak um, doesn't have Dallas where they need to be in the win category at this point in the season. But regardless, it's going to be a very critical, very important NFC East matchup. Can't wait to see it. Going back three weeks from that, week in week 13, Sunday, December 6th, 1 o'clock p.m., Cincinnati Bengals. You're on my top 10 list as you get to take on the Miami Dolphins. Now, last year, this was a tank ball game in Miami, which the Dolphins edged the Bengals 38-35. to both, both teams were pre predicted to go 0-16. Um, it was a very exciting game to watch um, between two teams that seemingly were tanking last year. But this year is going to be a little bit different. At this point in the season, week 13, I don't care if Ryan Fitzpatrick starts for Miami, but at this point in the season, I think Tua Tagovailoa has to get some time or could be the starter at this point. We know how inconsistent Fitzpatrick can be. So I think in, by this time in the season, week 13, Tua will most definitely be the starter if he isn't already from week one. And it's going to be Tua versus Joe Burrow, that LSU-Alabama quarterback matchup that was so exciting in college last year. It was the most watched college football game of the 2019 season, LSU and Alabama. LSU won the game 46-41 to when both teams were 8-0 at the time. It was a phenomenal game. Joe Burrow, 31 of 39, 391 yards, three passing touchdowns. Tua Tagovailoa, 21 of 40 for 418 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. It was an absolute battle between these two guys. And I do believe that the Dolphins and Bengals both have a lot of weapons for these two young quarterbacks to use at their disposal. Will it be as good as the LSU-Alabama game? Probably not. But when you got guys like A.J. Green, Joe Mixon lined up against um, Devontae Parker and Mike Gesicki, I mean, these are two offenses that are low, going to be flying under the radar this year. They got a lot of weapons. Tua and Burrow, this quarterback matchup, will be outstanding in Week 13. And then jumping into Week 9, my last game on the list of the top 10 to watch this season. Week 9, Thursday, November 5th, 8.20 p.m. 49ers, Green Bay Packers, a rematch of the NFC title game from last season in which the 49ers won 37-20. to 20. Now, the 49ers were the Achilles heel of Green Bay last year. Super Bowl aspirations for Aaron Rodgers and company, and the 49ers absolutely gutted them in the stomach twice, not only with the NFC East championship loss that they handed them, but the 49ers also won 37-8 to 8 that same year, just two months prior in November, exposing some flaws, some inconsistencies, some... Um, chemistry amount functions between quarterback and head coach potentially they really did a good job exposing Green Bay as pretenders twice last year so coming into this game middle of the season week nine Aaron Rodgers definitely will have a chip on his shoulder considering they drafted his possible quarterback replacement and he will look to prove himself and then you got wide receiver Devin Funches coming in to pair with Devontae Adams Aaron Rodgers has two receiver threats now 
should be a little bit easier on him this time around. And week nine, playoff seating and standings will be a little bit on the line. You know, I expect both teams to have won a majority of their games to this point in the season. So certainly this game will not immediately critical as it's not a week 15 through 17 game, but it could be a game that pays dividends down the line. So look for that Rodgers Garoppolo Green Bay 49ers rematch to be outstanding um, in week nine. So that's it for me, guys. Quick episode here. Those are my top 10 games to watch for since the 2020 NFL schedule got released this past Thursday. Remember to smash that like button on Spotify. Give my other episodes some listens as well. Follow me on Instagram at fins underscore all day. Let me know your thoughts in my post in the comment section about what games you guys are looking forward to in the 2020 season. And thank you guys for all the support thus far on Instagram and here on Spotify. Got a handful of followers, a handful of listeners looking to continue to expand. If you guys want to do any collaborations, I'm working with some podcast episodes to do that in the near future. We actually have a group chat on Instagram. So if you guys have a podcast of your own, feel free to DM me. We'll throw you guys in the group chat as well. But for now, thanks to you for all the support. Thank you for listening. Have a great night.